Welcome to the village. Welcome to the village. It's your man KJ. Eva Marie, we are in the village. How are you doing today? I'm good. I'm good. Outstanding. So, village, uh, we came across this very interesting article, and we're going to share with you um, some things that we are very concerned with in the village, and I'm sure most Americans are concerned with at this point. So, we've just had Roe v. Wade overturned. If you've been living under a rock, I don't know. What, 24, something like that. Happiest on the month that it's been overturned. Yeah. So right now, the Supreme Court is in what they call their summer recess, if you will, and they will reconvene in October. And so uh, with that, you know, Roe v. Wade and and basically they just dropped a, a dumpster fire on us and then kind of walked away. Several dumpster fires. Yeah. And there were walk- several, several that went through. Mm-hmm. And just walked away. Uh, so... With Roe v. Wade being overturned, uh, one of the things that can, or there's actually several different things, and we're going to discuss them briefly real quick, uh, that, you know, once SCOTUS comes back into session, they could possibly overturn these and return these uh, decisions back to the states, which could have huge ramifications. Uh, Election law. Let's discuss this real quick. Uh, The Supreme Court will hear two cases on state's authority over election proceedings. Of course. Yeah. Of course. If you can't win an election fairly, then you cheat. Simple. Yeah. There it is. So the Supreme Court will hear two cases on state's authority over election proceedings in Merrill v. Milligan. It will have to decide whether Alabama's restructuring of its several seven electoral districts violates the Voting Rights Act. If the justices decide in favor of the Republican legislature's plan, it will put most of the state's black voters in one single district. Despite black citizens making up more than a quarter of the population in Alabama, their vote would effectively only matter for one of the state's seven House of Representative seats. Traditionally, black Americans tend to vote Democrat. There is no date there is no date yet for when the Supreme Court will hear the case. There's a so much there's so much to absorb with that. Oh yeah. There's so much to absorb. Like just the fact that you're trying to literally say we can't convert them, but if we put them all in this one area, then they only have representation in that one it, area. It's the same thing they did after the last presidential election when they went through and restructured so many voting areas and so many polling places and, you know, took polling, you know, countless polling places out to make it essentially harder for voters to get where they needed to get to mm-hmm. be able to you know this is it's all a power play they're they're just pre-gaming the next presidential election that's yes, they what are. they're doing right now they're yes. pre-gaming you know they are trying to set themselves up for as much success as they can thinking people are not going to want to travel you know let's take out a large portion of voters from this state or that state it's all pre-gaming. It, mm-hmm. it is all pre-gaming for this next election because they know that people are pissed off. Mm-hmm. You know, as, I don't want to say especially people of color, but a lot of the current 
knee-jerk things that are going on in our country and a lot of the the very serious things very much impact populations of color man and so since it very much impacts populations of color they're trying to hit those those areas exactly and that's and that's what the aim is and and village this is but one this is but one but people think oh it's just alabama right but what normally happens it's one state then it's five Oh yeah, it's it I mean, spreads. That's just, yes. that's how they do it. That's how a lot of these things they work. Just have they to implement get it to pass it one in one state, and then they'll take that. Then the next state will take the diagram, the blueprint, whatever you want to yep. call it, and they will find a way to implement it in their state and go from state yeah. to state to state, and that'll be that. Exactly. It's like that I, is how it's done. It's like I said, our last podcast. Every proceeding, every court case plays on each other so Mm -hmm. there you know there's roe versus wade and there's hundreds of court cases that use those legal precedents and some of the things passed in those precedents that may have nothing to do with roe versus wade but it opens up a legal precedent that can then impact something else all they all play off of each other that's what you know that's that's why they call it the letter of the law yeah so we are, let's go ahead and move on to this next one. And this is another one that dr- will dramatically affect people of color. Uh, affirmative action. Affirmative action, some will say it was, it's not needed, but it was needed. And it's still needed. And here's why. So uh, with the, uh, when you think about it from an educational perspective, right? You look at the amount of children, white, non-white, whatever, who are admitted into these schools. If you look at it just from a scholastic standpoint, look at it that way. We're not talking about applying for jobs and things of that nature. Well, let's, let's take it from a scholastic standpoint. It has been, it's historically known that non-white students are less likely to get into these college versus white students. That's not a secret. That's not a mystery. That's why they made affirmative action. It was, it was a, a conglomerate of everything. It's employment, it's education, um, it's everything, right? So the Supreme Court will hear a case about possibly uh, 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 possibly doing away with affirmative action. So the Supreme Court will hear two cases brought by conservatives, NGO students for a fair admission, the SFFA against Harvard, a private university and the University of North Carolina, which is public. Uh, the F F the S F F A wants race to play no role in college admissions. Wonder why? Yeah. Chief Supreme Court Justice John Roberts seems open to the idea. The way to stop discrimination on the basis of race is to stop discriminating on the basis of race. Roberts wrote in a 2007 opinion. So there you go, right there. So we are may, lining this stuff up. Yeah, and, and here's the thing: maybe we won't see a huge impact in five years you know Mm -hmm. maybe we have come so far as a society that we no longer need affirmative action but what happens in 10 what happens in 15 what happens in 20 years as a lot of these legal presidents get changed and it and a lot of oh voter 
voter things get changed and voices within our government are bacon being taken away are silenced are silenced that's what i was trying to say are silenced so then you have people being silenced you have less representation in our government that's also going to play with less representation in representation in these school governments mm-hmm. you know and it then that allows down. it all trickles down so maybe in five years we won't see a huge difference but i guarantee you in 10 or 15 or 20 years yes we would see a difference you have to make a you have to make a level playing field yes you have to make a level playing field you do affirmative action wasn't put in place for just people of color it was put in place for women it was put in place for people it was put in place for all minorities Mm -hmm. and heck women aren't even minorities but yet we're treated as minorities. Say, you guys actually outnumber us. Exactly. Is- but we are treated as minorities because, you know. So this is the last little piece I, I want to say about this. If the, if the Supreme Court abolishes affirmative action, the number of black students at selective universities is likely to shrink significantly, says New York Times journalist David Leonard, who has reported on affirmative action for two decades. Right. What I see happening with this is the number of black and brown students going to HBCUs on the uprise. Yeah. That's what I see happening. They're, I, I think they're literally, and I think I see it going up, period. I've, you know, I love social media. So I love seeing all these kids in these urban areas who are like, I'm like, oh, where are you going to school? USC, UCLA, blah, blah, blah. No, I'm going to Texas. I'm going to Texas. Uh, yeah. and I'm going to uh, Prairie View. I'm going to uh, Dr. Sai. Went to Grambling. You know, there, there's all these great, great yeah. Jackson State. There are great HBCUs out there. They're great universities, great colleges. Guess what? I think their numbers are going to go on the rise. And, and they that's should. just, I it, think they should, period. It shouldn't be but that this Harvard is, more is our standard. Yeah, yeah, it shouldn't be that for any student that Harvard is our standard. Yeah. It shouldn't be, oh my gosh, I need my kid to get into this elite school. Does that make them any smarter? Does it make their education any better? Nope. No, because there are some great smaller schools. Mm-hmm. There are some great smaller schools, or not even necessarily smaller, just maybe not as put up there as the elite. You know, mm-hmm. who really needs to go to Harvard to be that, that, that's all a, that's, that's it's all a a money. It's a, yeah, it's, it's, a a, it's, it's, it's like having the difference between having a Walmart purse and a Prada purse. Still they got a purse. You still got a purse. They both do the same things. And I'm sorry, I haven't seen, I haven't, you know, it's Walmart, but you know, what I'm trying to say, yeah, like, I get, what you, I get your point. It, it, it's a name. It's a exactly. name brand. Does that make your child any smarter than my child? Nine times out of 10, no, it's not. And a lot of students are starting to speak up about that. Mm-hmm. But, you know, affirmative action. See where it happens. We'll see what happens. See what happens, man. Uh, the next one is free speech, anti-discrimination laws. I don't even understand why this is even a thing. Yeah. Uh, in 303 Creative LLC versus Alanis, the Supreme Court will have to decide whether a business owner can reject certain customers on the basis of his or her personal beliefs. So with that said, with that said, that literally tells me, number one, businesses will be able to discriminate against people of color 
and the LGBTQIA community. That's what that tells me. Uh, religion, religion, yes. period. My religion says that I, my religion says that the way you two are living is a sin. So I don't have to serve you. My religion says you didn't attend church last Sunday. So therefore we don't, we don't have to sell you that gallon of milk, you know? It, yeah, it's the ri ridiculousness of how this is going to play out mm -hmm. because it, it people will pull religion as a card mm -hmm. and it won't even be about religion anymore. Nope. It will be about their personal beliefs. It is. It is their personal beliefs as far as uh, there's an interracial couple, mixed race couple, and they're sitting down for dinner. Well, we can't serve you. Our we we're don't not going to serve your kind. Yeah, yeah, we don't believe that. We don't believe in in what you're doing. We don't believe that your marriage or your relationship is valid because she is a white woman and you are a black man. And, and let's take that one further. We when does that start attacking healthcare? Oh, we won't serve your mixed race family, your mixed race child at this hospital because we don't, you know, we're, we're, we are, our, our faith, fa our our faith, faith does not allow us to serve your kind. I'm human. Yeah. My child is human. So you don't serve humans here. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but when does, taking... it, when does it get, I mean, yes, most people are going to say, well, that's a ridiculous. No, there was a point in time mm -hmm. where there were white hospitals mm -hmm. and hospitals for people of color. Mm -hmm. There was a time, there was literally a time where you could not sit in a restaurant with someone of another color or faith mm -mm. or faith. Let's be perfectly honest. Yep. You know, people do people it. don't stop to think that there was a time where, like, even people of the same color but different faiths did not eat in the same restaurant. Mm -hmm. If you were Catholic, you did not eat in a restaurant with someone who was Jewish. It was not done. It was not a thing. We have come so far, and it's because of some of these laws yep. that made it possible for people that did not believe in any of that to be able to further a more cohesive America. Yep. That's a more it. cooperative America. And so this next one, Village, and like I said, this is one of those hit you with some quick ones and we want you guys to listen and go and look it up yourselves and hey, then get back to us. Yeah. Give use us your, your thoughts. Use your brain and, and use your thoughts and your opinions and please. Yeah. So let's move on to this next one. Contraception and same-sex marriage. Same-sex marriage has been on the chopping block since it was, since gay couples were given permission to get married. Here's my issue with the whole same-sex marriage thing. For me, it's just marriage. It's two people that love each other. Exactly. They want to get married. It's just marriage. Same thing with interracial marriage. It's just marriage. Two people love each other. They want to get married. Keep it pushing. However, comma, the conservatives of this country feel differently and here's the thing you are absolutely allowed to feel differently about because your your faith says this and act in, in actuality ted lu senator from california made such a powerful statement i'm going to recite what jesus said about gay marriage or whatever it is he said and he was absolutely silent exactly and yielded back his time Right. So here's the thing. If you're if you don't want to get married to a man and you happen to be a man, then don't marry a man. Exactly. If, you're, if you're a woman who uh, uh, 
who does not want to marry another woman, then you don't marry a woman. But your religion stops right there. That's where your faith stops. I am such an advocate and a proponent of separation of church and state. Your faith should not dictate how my, my existence Your faith should not dictate how I live my life. As long as I am living within the confines of the law, it should not matter who I'm in love with, who I uh, sleep with, and so on and so forth. None of that matters. That is not your business. It is no business of your faith of what I do. You have your religion. You can scream it from the pulpits that gay marriage is wrong and, 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 you know, this, that, and the third. But guess what? Your faith should never play a factor in this. What are your thoughts? Because this, you know, you know, I, I am a, I am an active member of the church of minding my own business. Mm, Beautiful. I am a, I'm an active member of that. Here's the thing. I can have an opinion. Chaotic, y'all. Yeah, I, I, of course, here on this podcast, because I am also a believer in if you choose to listen to the podcast, you can turn it off at any point in time if you do not agree Uh, with what we say. However, if you listen to it, you obviously either have some of the same views we are or open to hearing views other than your own. (laughs) Live podcasting, live podcasting. Um, however, minding your own business is, is it, is an art form that Mm -hmm. I think that we should all be practicers of. Yeah. We should all be very avid, you know, I, I, there are of course things in life that we should all be very active in being against. Okay. Mm -hmm. So in anything, any kind of activity that um, someone can't give a hundred percent consent to, yes, we should all, whether that be your faith, whether we should be all be against that, right? Mm-hmm. So any, you know. Um, but other than that, I'm going to mind my own business. I can have an opinion. My friend A de- definitely does not belong with my friend B. All they do is fight, but it is still not my business to tell them to not be in a relationship. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I am not going to call my conservative friends on the phone and say to them, I, I, I will say it on the podcast that I think you need to rethink about what you're saying, but I will not physically call them and be like, hey, so and so what you believe is BS and you need to rethink that because it's not my place. They have their opinion, I have my opinion, and I'm making steps in which to say, I love you, you are still my friend. However, I'm not going to be actively participate in your opinions or have them on my social media Mm -hmm. because I'm a very big advocate for body autonomy, right? Mm -hmm. But it's, I'm still gonna mind my own business. I'm not going to go on your Facebook threads and cause a ruckus because you believe a certain way i'm just going to not make it a part of my social media Mm -hmm. i am still minding my own business yes i'm going to get up and i'm going to say that i believe something is wrong right i believe that taking away a woman's right to an abortion is wrong and i will get up and i will actively say that and i will scream that from whatever 
but I am not going to go into your church or your house and tell you you are wrong and you have to change your opinion because mine is what mine is. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say you will. I am going to fight for people to have that right. Exactly. But I'm not going to fight for you to give up your right to believe the way that you yes. believe. And I think, and I think that's where we're starting to have issues in this country because religion, faith is bleeding into everyday life. Or has bled into everyday and, life. You know, I you know I don't agree with that and, at all. And and for someone who is biblically trained and did get a little bit of college and spent years in the church, years and years and years in the church, at no point in time did Jesus walk in anywhere, take somebody by their ear and berate them for booing who they are. He opened his arms and said, Come eat at my table. Mm-hmm. I accept you for who you are. You are accepted here and you are loved here. Mm-hmm. And, and I will say that, that. And I will say that, you know, I will say that till the end of the time. He didn't just stand up on his hill. He went down into the brothels. He went and down into what would have been considered the sinners. And he got to know who they were. And he ate with them. Mm-hmm. And he did these things according to that book so where do we get on our high horse and tell people you are wrong and you are going to hell i agree 100 percent. that it's not my that's not my decision no that's it's not, not my, my decision. decision it's it's that this has nothing to do for me when when uh, growing up as a young man and this is my last point we're going to wrap this up uh growing up religion played a major part of my life right that's just what it was as I've grown and become a human being and, and grown as into into adulthood and manhood and things of that nature, as I've grown into that, uh, I've come to the realization that it's okay for me to say your faith is your faith and it is your own, right? Exactly. It's your own. I accept it. I honor it. Right. But at the end of the day, your faith should not ever play a factor in how I choose to live my life. If I choose to not have faith, that's my choice. If I decide to marry a man, that's my choice. If I decide to marry a woman, that's my choice. If I decide to marry a woman of a different ethnicity than me, your decision to not agree should never be policy. And that's how I feel about it. Let people live their lives. I have I have three major rules. If you're not if it if it doesn't mess with children, if it doesn't mess with my money or my loved ones, I pretty much don't care. That's just where I'm at. I'm a very simple human being. Don't involve kids. Don't involve uh, uh, messing with my my loved ones, and do not mess with my money. And there it is. And so when we look at the all these different things and the fact that uh, we are looking at a, a, a country that is literally saying we want to further involve religion and, and, and make religion a bigger thing than what it actually is, then it actually brings us, I think it brings us down as a country because this this thing of separation of church and state is such a, it, it's, 
it's kind of a dwindling thing. And I think that's where I where we're losing. It's dwindling away. And Eva Marie, that's where that's all I got. That's my my point. Separation of church and state. I think that needs to be the absolute standard. Yeah. Your faith should never dictate. Your faith shouldn't dictate anything. Your your faith should in dictate your individual walk That's and it. what you do with That's your life, it, yeah. right? And and if people around you, if you can some way say, hey, the way that I'm walking would benefit you, and people want to walk into that that's fine that's great that's dandy i think it's a beautiful thing when people have found a faith that makes their life better Mm -hmm. however comma we live in a melting pot of people and not everybody serves the same faith or ideals so that's why the government needs to be their own separate entity because we can't serve that christian faith cannot serve our people who are Muslim, that Christian faith cannot serve our people who are agnostic, that Christian faith cannot serve our folks who are Jewish. Mm-hmm. That is their individual walks. And yes, the, the, the things that they need and want may have a religious flavor to them. But as long as we are serving some basic ideals mm-hmm. for everyone, body autonomy, freedom, good health care, good education, and it doesn't infringe on every religion's individual right to practice and be happy and worship, That that's what we're looking at. But if we just say, we can no longer say America is just a Christian nation, because it's not just that. So if our government is going to serve the entire populace, it can't, there has to be a separation. It just does. Does if it's going to serve everyone, and we truly are this melting pot that they told us all in school in the eighties we were. Yes, I'm showing my age, but we've all had the the most of us have read that social studies book. Yay, Macmillan. Mm-hmm. If we're really a melting pot and we really stand for freedom, it should be freedom from everybody, which means we have to have that separation. We have to. Mm-hmm. And Otherwise, that, we are serving one populace of the U.S. And that's, that's it. it. That's it. One populace, religion, those that follow the Christian faith, those are the ones that we are serving. If you are Muslim or Jewish or anything else, you are not. Yeah. You're I'm not, not gonna, counting. Yeah. I'm just not going to go there. We're not going to. No. Yeah. Because that 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 leads into a whole different conversation, and I'm not prepared to do that tonight. Anyways, Village, if you guys want to get a hold of us, uh, hit us up at W2 The Village. Uh, I am at Enlighten My Mind, and Eve Marie is at Muse Chaotic. That is on Twitter. Uh, show can be heard through Stitcher Radio, Apple Podcasts, Odyssey, Deezer, iTunes, Tumblr, Spotify, Podomatic, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, Audible, Player FM, SoundCloud, YouTube, and LinkedIn by searching for me, Kevin Johnson. Uh, Instagram is Welcome to the Village. Facebook is Welcome to the Village. Email Welcome to the Village at gmail.com. Give us your thoughts. Tell us how you feel. Please. Uh, we absolutely love feedback, negative or positive. If you guys want to bring a different perspective i am all ears just be respectful that is all i ever ask okay Eve marie beautiful show great show great thank show, you sir. thank you uh as the saying goes we love you we thank you be blessed have a great night have Bye, a everyone. great week guys thank you so much